welcome to Dreams and Conversation podcast with Christy and Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Christy. How's it going? How are you tonight? Oh, it's going good. Yeah, I'm good. Excited for the podcast tonight, what we're going to yes. talk about. Yeah. Um, welcome, everybody, to Dreams and Conversation. Um, I'm Christy. And this is Tiffany. And tonight, our episode is about Bigfoot. Fact or fiction, do you believe? Um, actually, I do believe because uh, I've been watching some stuff lately on Black on Bigfoot. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty interesting. It is at that. Yes. A couple of things I saw were a little comical. But then as I oh. kept watching, I came across came across some stuff that I was you can't deny it when you see the footage like well I'm I'm watching the same show you are and I'm on season two already so okay (laughs) um Um, they they went from Oregon to Kentucky and now they're in Washington state yes I'm only on season one uh, episode four where right they just spoke to some youth students that I guess recorded some stuff years ago did you see that and that was on Marble Mountain, which is near Shasta Mountain, which is not yes. that far from me. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, it was shaking their fists at them and they saw them on the mountaintop. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, um, the origin of the Bigfoot name um, comes from a Jerry Crew, who was a logging company bulldozer operator in 1958. He was a bulldoze operator? Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. And he discovered a set of large 410 millimeter, 16 inch human-like footprints sunk deep within the mud in the Six Rivers National Forest. Oh. I don't know where that is. It doesn't say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he made a plaster cast of that. Um, yeah. So I, get, I guess there's, they, been, there's been spottings of Bigfoot all over the United States. Yes. Yeah. I kind of got a freaked out when I saw the episodes there in Oregon right now. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. And when they played like the sound, I don't know if you've gotten that far yet. Oh, the algorithm. No, they they played the Bigfoot, what they think is a Bigfoot growl or whatever you want to call. And oh they, yeah yeah the the primatologist is that how you, is that what she's called primatologist mm-hmm. she was she was recording it and then she heard it and then she heard it again like as if it was talking back to her but I kind of felt that that was like um the echoing of the first one that she was letting out on that big machine she had that they recorded it on but um they didn't think it was they think it was talking back to them which was yeah. kind of spooky right right well, it's even once you get into season two, Kentucky, when they're in Kentucky, is not that exciting, but now they're in Washington state. Okay. Um, and it's really exciting to watch it. So, um, and, you know, I was watching another show of uh, a Lasting Killer Bigfoot. Uh huh. And um, actually, 70 years ago, there was a village that was abandoned because of it they call them something else tantica or something like that and Mm. they felt that um it was killing the villagers so they abandoned this little uh village 
and um, now this expedition crew has gone in there to try to map it out to see if they can um, re live there, rebuild there, and expand. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, they're talking. Sickness. Well, you know, when they, when I was watching the, oh yeah, they were saying that every time they they go in there, they start. First of all, they feel they smell something really gross. Right. like an odor that they've mm -hmm. never smelt before right so when they smell that they know it's close to where they're at that it's near them or has been but, there yeah and uh yeah and then they start feeling kind of uh well that one guy in the first episode rpg is his, his name i guess he he got really sick with a bad headache he started with a headache and then it just got worse but um that same story has been told with other people i guess yeah. have gotten the same way and gotten sick well, I don't know if you saw um, the guy that goes off by himself in that show where he actually got sick at one point, but not like RPG, whose name is actually Ryan. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but he was fine because he goes off by himself. It's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, he went by, but see, he said he's used to going by himself. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's been doing it for many years and you know, I, to me, that's, of course, everyone knows it's dangerous to do that by yourself because there's nobody going to help you if you're all alone, but, um, some people like to do that, but yeah, um, it, it looks, I, I mean, I believe in Bigfoot, but at the same time, a lot of the stuff I saw that they're showing, like they're talking now about, um, the grounds that they're on was where, uh, some Indians used to, there used to be a battle on that, that area. Cause they're starting to come upon um, like makeshift little houses out of wood and leaves and stuff like that and trees. Yeah. Like the nest. They actually they, looked fresh to me. Like somebody's just been there and they even say that it's mm -hmm. not stuff that's been sitting there forever. Right. right. They call it a nest. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When he got, when he's, when that one lady was trying to take samples out of the nest, I was like waiting for her something to grab her hand from the I inside. know, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what is she? I, I didn't realize that they can find all that. They can find so much from just the dirt soil, what's been in that nest. It's just been but, something that has been around for a long time. And now that they have the technology of DNA, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's even better. Yeah, but it's kind of scary though, because like, I mean, you, you really are in their, their home because nobody ever goes out there. Like they're going into areas where people don't go. Right. Yeah. Well, um, I won't spoil too much season two for you, but actually Bryce was driving down the highway that is known for Bigfoot crossing the road. And all of a sudden he's like, what the fuck is that? And he slammed on his brakes. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Was he, yeah. Was, he was he filming the road though, as he was going? um was he filming the like how, did he have the camera going as he was driving down the road um yes he did he had several cameras on oh, okay so they might have captured it whatever it was uh-huh oh sorry <laughs> but they they that's okay um uh did yeah, you he, see if he captured anything he did when he was able to play it back. I don't know why he didn't see it, but I saw it was like, he said, all I see is an orb. Well, I saw the figure of something running across the road. Oh, okay. um, and then he played it back in, um, what is that? Uh, 
uh, were there heat signatures, um, that camera, um, and you could actually see it. Oh, so, okay. Did it look like a figure though, or was it? Yeah, just it did. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. And he like slammed on his brakes. He's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Only they well, fuck you know, out, sometimes but... I think, I think there's still, you know, Indians out there that are village, you know, people that walk out there that are still out in our world that we don't we just don't see that they're just hiding yeah well they're you know, you they know? Found their or they families. could be some mass- well it was what? going it was going awful fast for it to be an indian or something like that because it was like there and then it wasn't and it darted across the road uh-huh. um they're saying there's families of them you know where oh, really? a mom a dad some kids yeah <laughs> Yeah. Are they saying they believe that or they have proof of it? Well, they have, you know, unless they see it, but they're saying there is. Um, I don't know if they have seen it. So that's just what they're saying because they think. Well, I mean, there's things in the ocean we've never seen. So I, I believe there's a Bigfoot of family out there. But I like that when the one, the, the second episode when. They talked to that. I can't remember his name, but he he's the only one on record that has actually had big Bigfoot footage of that one where he's you can see him literally walking. Oh it's yeah, the day. yeah, uh huh. And then, oh my like, god, that guy got a lot of shit for that. That's like they thought he faked it, and you know, yeah. And I think it's since been proven that yes, because now with all the technology and everything, yeah. And then that one other man that um, him and his brother were up in a tree. He was crying when he was telling the story. Mm-hmm. He, it was so emotional for him to talk about because it scared them so bad. Right. Um, yeah. There are some of the interviews I'd... on there that I'm a little hesitant to believe about this woman, her and her husband or boyfriend or whoever he is. They're mushroom pickers or something like that. And the foragers. Oh, the foragers. Yeah. yeah, they yeah I, don't, I don't know if I believe That's... her too much because. She didn't see any, they didn't see anything. She said, she no. said they just heard something coming. So they ran. Yeah. Yeah. They could have been chased by a grizzly or a bear. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So she can't honestly say that it was a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch or a Yeti or <laughs> whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stories out there. I mean, yeah. those things can hide anywhere though in the woods because the woods are, there's a million trees out there, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, for all I know, they could be in the mountains right behind me. <laughs> yeah and you know we've gone up there to get christmas trees so who knows <laughs> yeah now i'm i'm starting to wonder if i want to go hiking in oregon again <laughs> oh <laughs> well you know they oh, try my... to stay away from people that's why people don't see them because they don't want to be seen Is that why yes of course i mean yeah, they... they're, look, they're, look, they're looking at us like we don't look like them so we're like aliens to them so right. of course they're going to stay away from us and we're intruders you know but yeah. but they don't they don't want you know they don't want to be seen right that's why there's so few sightings of them yeah mm-hmm. but i guess they probably come out at nighttime i don't know well you know that's why on this show uh expedition bigfoot they're doing a lot of the investigating at night for that reason yeah mm-hmm well, I was about to watch the next one where the lady in the preview, she says, 
oh my god there's eyes she sees eyes and I'm like it's probably a deer (laughs) well it was too high to be a deer oh really Uh uh-huh what if it was just a bird in a tree well birds have beady eyes these eyes were a little bigger okay it probably was a bigfoot well not necessarily (laughs) it could have just not been anything at all I I remember hearing about bigfoot when I was little I remember that same footage when I saw that footage I was like oh my god I haven't seen that footage since I was little right where he's walking and he literally turns around and looks at the guy and I was like what the hell yep yep you know it takes me back you know to an episode of six million dollar man you know the bigfoot episode i don't know if you ever saw it <laughs> i probably did but and, I... um yeah the sasquatch was actually built <laughs> and aliens are the ones that you know he was with he wasn't you know so they they basically could control him and he oh. was uh her friend and you know steve what's his name had to steve austin had to fight him and he was really strong and you know yeah oh so, now i remember the episode mm-hmm. now that you said uh-huh. that well they did a oh, couple cool. of them and they could yeah i'm such a nerd they come back with a you know six million dollar man a bionic woman episode where you know she was on there too and yeah <laughs> didn't you see the recent one they made with both um both of them and they were married oh it was a while ago no that's not what i'm talking about it was a hallmark movie and they were both in it you remember that yeah yeah mm-hmm. she yeah. still looked she still looked good and i think he had some plastic surgery done probably he's in his 80s now isn't he probably mm-hmm. but yeah yeah but so the bigfoot stories are pretty interesting i'm enjoying watching the episodes oh did we say what episode what tv show we're watching what's it called? i said uh uh expedition bigfoot it's on discovery plus two seasons right now yeah so if anybody wants to watch it that's what it's on yeah it's a lot of interesting stuff be careful when you go out to the woods (laughs) and the forest well hiking and climbing especially if it's a known bigfoot area i mean you know if you're curious and you want to go look for them you know they've come into a lot of trials and tribulations while they're out there i mean i can't believe she would go off alone in the dark i'd be like oh hell no Oh my God. I know. I was cameraman. She, but see, she said she was used to it because she studied uh, gorillas and stuff. And yeah, because she's you, a primatologist. You see the footage of that one that charged her? That I one that was charging I might have missed that. I guess. It was a 400 pound gorilla and she had it all on film and he was charging at her. He was running oh. up behind her. And, I, and he stopped when she ran through the tree, but you could see, like, you could see the whole thing. I was like, oh my God. If he got a hold of her, he'd rip mm. her eyes out. Well, and you know, yeah, they say that um, Sasquatch has uh, supernatural powers. Is that you why? Know, that they can make you sick. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they can make you hear things that aren't really there because later in, in an episode, she'll talk about how she had a dream that she heard children laugh, giggling. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, but she, because she does, she does a video journal when she's out there and she was talking about how she missed her kids when yeah. she's on the expeditions and everything. Cause she's gone so long. She said, that's probably why she had yeah. the dream as she was telling the other guy that, um, well, later on in another episode, they come upon what was remnants of, uh, homestead and a cemetery that were all children that were buried there. 
Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see that. So I'm kind of spoiling it for you, but yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I'm still going to watch it. Yeah. I'm on so that was interesting. Four, but... mm-hmm. And she's like walking through. She's like, oh my God, these are all children. Yeah. It was a cemetery? Of all children. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And they think it was a cave nearby, a mine, like a mine or something, and some kind of uh, whatever they were mining for is like really dangerous, and they think that's what killed all the everybody. So, and so it's is like it mining dangerous, anyways. <laughs> yeah, but this type of element that those people Very were dangerous. mining for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she was going to go in the cave and then finally, you know, they got hold of her, don't go in. It's, you know, that stuff that's in there, whatever it was, I can't remember the name of it, is dangerous. So she backed out and they sent a drone mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's used to doing stuff by herself, you know? Oh, yeah. And she's dealt with gorillas, so she does. She right. thinks she's invincible. Well, <laughs> nobody's ever invincible. You ever see gorillas in the midst? Well, I don't think she thinks she's invincible. I think she right. just... She knows her limit, mm-hmm. you know, but still I, I give her a lot of credit because I would never, I would never do that. Like, especially getting that close to gorillas and stuff. I mean, I'm sure it's an amazing feeling, but no. Those gorillas <laughs> I couldn't handle that. One swipe, just like well, the one, that one that was chasing her was like 400 pounds. He was massive. I mean, he mm-hmm. was huge. And she's a tiny woman. Yeah, she is. But That's she why, sure was, yeah, in Kentucky, they send her the woods at night. Yeah, and in Kentucky, they sent her down a cave. Really, really <laughs> alone. She has the cameraman with her. Right. Huh? Exactly, yeah. but still. <laughs> yep. Even with me and one cameraman, hell no. <laughs> I'm sure the cameraman was nervous, too. I'd go out there armed. You what? I'd go, go out there. armed. Hell yeah, I'd go armed. I wouldn't well, go I'm out sure there. She, I'm sure she's got something on her. Something that she can grab. Well, I like, know that in um, that... Uh, the Alaska show I was watching they had a military guy ex-military and he's you know knows all this stuff well he gave them all bear spray he says if something comes after you you give them a good dose of this bear spray (laughs) why would you want to get that close to spray them if it comes up on you (laughs) yeah but are you going to have time to grab your bottle of spray that's why you carry it on a belt so you can grab it and or maybe know. maybe maybe they carry it in their hand ready to like they're just walking and they're carrying it just in case yeah oh my god i could never i'm sorry but after i watched the blair witch project oh uh-huh. never go into the woods alone <laughs> never um so one yeah, of, she's, she's pretty brave yeah one of the guys on there got really sick so he was like throwing up i really hate when they show somebody throwing up on camera it's just nasty disgusting uh, yeah. <laughs> i really wish they wouldn't do that it's like pull the camera away do we really need to watch that shit coming out of their mouth gross no yeah. <laughs> but they have to show it to us anyways right suppose <laughs> and you see all the slime just hanging mm-hmm. <laughs> and the and the other person's like are you okay no i'm fucking throwing up exactly what do i look okay <laughs> so comical oh but i'm God. curious to see what they come up with in washington because it's a really hot spot. And I know they showed a preview where the guy, what's his name, that goes off by himself. He actually, they show a footprint that you can actually tell it's a footprint. Oh, I, I just saw one and it looks just like a big, you know, Bigfoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
this is the first season all in Oregon? Yes. Okay, so then the second season, it's all in Washington? No, oh. it's first Different half is in Kentucky, and then they go to wa uh, Washington. Kentucky? Yeah. They have sightings there, too? They're all over the U.S. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I know, but I don't know. I guess I guess it would travel. I mean. Oh, yeah. There's Well, like I said, there's probably families of them. Well. Um, and you can tell it's obvious they communicate by uh yelling remember when she put that sound off and it came back at right her? uh sightings predominantly occur in the northwestern region of washington oregon northern california and british columbia oh wow other prominent areas of supposed sightings include the rural areas of the great lakes region and the southeastern united states um according to data um Bigfoot Sightings Database in 2019, Washington has over 2,000 reported sightings, California over 1,600, Pennsylvania over 1,300, New York and Oregon over 1,000, and Texas has just over 800. Yeah, so they're traveling. There's probably families of them. Yeah, well, and yeah, I mean, kind of like the Indians, you know, you had Indians on the west coast you had them on the east coast you had them in the west or you know in the midwest yeah. so you had them up in new york yeah so, but you yeah. think if there's but they would there would be way way more sightings like why has nobody actually encountered one like yeah maybe i mean i'm sure every all those people that have reported i'm sure they all have their own story but a lot of people don't want to report either because people think they're crazy oh yeah that's because true. there which are is, so many which there is what that one guy said. He didn't want to, him and his brother, he said, we didn't want to say nothing when we were little because we thought people were going to think we're crazy. He goes, but now I'm older. I don't care what anybody says. Right. There are more non-believers than there are believers. I'm a believer. Oh, I am too. I don't think I would really want to see one. I mean, maybe from a far distance, but not up close. <laughs> yeah. 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 Up close would probably, we wouldn't be sitting here anymore. <laughs> right. But that one footage of those um, youth students um, and the footage they caught, and they said it was shaking their fist at them. Yeah. Like it was mad. It was mad because they came upon its nest. Yeah. Yep. And that they said it didn't even, it didn't look human, but it was very, very tall. And you could see the arms were really, really long. Yes. When he said, oh my God, it's shaking their, his fist at us. I was like, oh my God. It's, and then I thought I heard one of those boys say, it's coming down the mountain. It's coming down. Mm -hmm. But I think if it was, they would have all took off running. I know, I'm I sure they got their, like, I'm out of here. I'm sure they got their stuff and left because I sure in the heck would. Right, right. Um, there is actually a Hulu documentary series called Sasquatch. Oh, really? And it describes marijuana farmers telling stories of Bigfoot's harassing and killing people with Emerald Triangle region within the Emerald Triangle region in the 70s through the 90s. And specifically, the alleged murder of three migrant workers in 93. So I guess that's something we could check out, too, on Hulu. They were killed in 1993? Uh-huh. I wonder how, though. Um... We'll have to, I'll have to watch that one, Sasquatch. And then, um, uh, that should be good. That should be a good one, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, it says, um, there are 
been reports of dogs allegedly being killed by a Bigfoot. Um, in the early 90s, 911 auto recordings were made public in which a homeowner in Kitsap County, Washington, called law enforcement for assistance with a large subject described by him as being all in black, having entered his backyard. He previously reported to law enforcement that his dog was killed recently when it was thrown over his fence. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, even on uh, when they were in Kentucky on that show, he inter uh, Bryce interviewed somebody that said that um, his cousin's dogs uh, were taken and they found the head, but the body was gone. They found because they were hunting dogs. Oh. And they took him from his, his yard or something, and the body of the dog was gone, but they found the chain still around the, you know, by the dog's head. Oh. So the cousin moved the dogs closer to the house after that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I want my dogs in my house, not outside. I wouldn't even leave my dogs outside where I did. Not <laughs> overnight. Mm -mm. I know. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the show's pretty interesting. It's keeping my attention for sure. I woke wow. up and started watching um some episodes this morning. Oh when we got up. I like to watch I like to watch sci-fi stuff on, on Saturday morning. So that oh. was to me a sci-fi something. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. Saturday mornings are my sci-fi channels. Huh? It's an interesting show. How many uh, episodes are in the second season? Did it say? Um, I think there's ten or twelve. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what was kind of spooky was uh, when they talked to that one man. He lives in the mountains in Pacific Northwest, and he was telling the stories of uh, about. I think it was. I can't remember the name of the Indian tribe, but he said that his grandfather used to raised him telling him stories. And that there's something out there for sure, because he said when he went out there, he took, he took some dirt or he took something from one of those nests. Wow. And he said when he walked back to his car, there were fat hawk feathers underneath his windshield wipers. Like somebody mm -hmm. was telling him something. It's called gifting. Oh, no. He said when he, oh, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. He, he left, took whatever, and then he was feeling sick and feeling weird so his somebody in his family said you need to take whatever you took back so he went back there put it back and then when he got back to his car that's when he saw the hawk feathers like they were telling he felt it was them saying we're even now like thank you for bringing it back or something like that that right. spooked me out <laughs> yes and he was even spooked he was even spooked out that's why he mm -hmm. said if you go out there you better be really you very very careful out there Yep, they you know, it's, don't it's, it's they gift too. I mean, they found a dead hawk or a bird or something. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So um the other guy left a marble. Uh-huh. On top of the bird or something. And then later on he found the marble somewhere else. Wait, <gasps> say that again? Yeah. So what's his name? Um the guy that came in he later. Found a marble. Yeah, he, he left a marble in one spot, right? And it was either in another episode or the same episode. He found that marble, that same marble, somewhere else. Oh wow! <laughs> so he's he like, somewhere. I only brought one marble with me. So how did this get here? 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. So somebody picked it up and moved it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, there, I believe there's something out there. If it's mm -hmm. Bigfoot or not, I think there is Bigfoot just because there's a lot of things in the ocean we don't even understand or what they are. So if that can happen and that be true, then there's got to be Bigfoot out there. Right. So um yes yeah but the episodes are very good they're a little scary though especially when she goes out at night yeah and i think a lot of it's for dramatic purposes like when they're like duh, 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 and you hear the music <laughs> i'm like what's gonna happen and then nothing <laughs> i'm like she, I remember that she, she, she stumbled upon that makeshift like little makeshift uh stacks of wood and then she goes inside yeah and i'm like what the hell is she going inside for wait till you see you her know? when she goes down in that cave all by herself because she's the only one that'll fit <laughs> oh my god they in found kentucky. a cave in kentucky oh, okay and what was in there did they find anything nope they said they even mapped it out some guy went down there and mapped it out so there was uh -huh. a smaller hole and she's like oh i didn't go that far so she went in there and ended up in a great big cavern and oh, then really? she kept going and then it dead end so she was hoping to find um but it's it's probably uh like a but they a, pulled they pulled hair out of it so yeah she did oh they did yeah oh. one strand who knows <laughs> so i don't How do think you see one strand of hair christy yeah exactly unless it is a I think when you're looking for it and their and their strand of hair is like six feet wide. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe when you're looking for stuff like that, you will find it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if I'm not looking for it, I'm not gonna well, find it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. I would be scared to find any kind of hair of any sort. But they were talking about the hair. In the beginning, in the first or second episode, they were talking about that um, the guys that are out there, the military guy, that he can tell if it's an animal hair, like if it's deer hair or bear hair, but the hair that they found is nothing he's ever seen. So, right, I, I don't know. <laughs> right, where it could be true, med medulla, med medulla, or something like that, where it's really closely related to humans in the hair. Yes. If it was animal, it would have certain ones, and in humans, I think it doesn't, or something. Right. So, yeah. And then somebody so else. She did tests on it. I haven't. Oh, go ahead. Um, somebody else said some. Some other guy said that um. It could be that, once upon a time, it was all giants here. <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. Well, they also talked about um, some skeletons that were found and they were um, like little people, like their head was big, but their body from their torso down was really long. Mm -hmm. So they were showing pictures of what those people used to look like because they were mm -hmm. thinking maybe that's, that's what it could be. But I don't know. That sounds more like aliens. You know, they're talking about all the different. Yeah. Did you see that episode though, where they showed a picture of them and they're, they look like their faces look human, but they're from their neck down. Was you know, really long. I didn't see the pictures because, you know, I'm crocheting they were or whatever. So I'm listening more than I'm mm -hmm. watching. <laughs> um, yeah, but if I hear something that really catches me, I'll stop and I'll really watch intently. 
like when he said uh-huh. oh fuck what was that that just went across the road and i'm like what <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. yeah no i get it but i don't know i mean i used to go camping when i was little and we used to always talk about bigfoot and stuff when you know just scary stories but we never saw anything but then we didn't look for it either but i used to it was it's creepy at night when you're camping yeah i mean if you're in a, if you're in a campground I didn't feel so creeped out, but I remember going camping in wooded areas. My husband know, goes hunting really by himself. Around. My husband goes hunting by himself up in oh, the he mountains. He goes by himself? Yeah, he does. He's armed, but still. Yeah. He doesn't get lost up there at all? He's never been lost? He, he's a Marine. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's yeah. right. He's trained. He's well, a trained killer, you know? That's what they call them, yeah. train killers, which he wouldn't kill unless he had to. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but he goes by yeah, himself. I would never, I would never, I would never want to be alone up there. <laughs> right. Yes. No, thank you. You've seen the movie, uh, what's it called? Um, with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, what is it called? Where there he his plane, he's in the plane and it crashes and they get stranded in the woods, in the forest. Um, I have not seen that. Alec Baldwin plays in it with him. I know what movie you're talking about, but I have not seen that. And Anthony Hopkins' girl, I have the movie and I can't think of the dang title. Jeez. He has a girlfriend and she's a model, but she's super young. She's like in her 20s and she's having an affair with Alec Baldwin, which is very best friends with Anthony Hopkins. And they're all three on the plane with this other guy that works for Anthony Hopkins. And oh, Anna. Actually, he might be the one that, no, yeah, he's working with him and they're flying to go do a shoot at this cabin up in the mountains and the plane crashes and the pilot dies. The friend that he took, not Alec Baldwin, but the other friend, I can't remember what his name, his name is. He's a really good actor. He breaks his leg or something. So now they got to drag him everywhere. Well, guess what? The bear smell the blood. Oh, (laughs) That movie, that movie is really good because Alec Baldwin and the other guy, they start panicking and he, and he tells them because he always, he's very super, super, super smart in the movie. Well, he's very smart in real life too, but he reads a lot, but he's reading a book about survival in the woods and, you know, uh-huh. you come across a bear, a bear attack. And, um, he, uh, he tells you, you know, don't panic when you get lost in the woods because you'll die of shame if you panic. Right. So you better control yourself, calm down and get yourself out of there or you will die of shame. If you just give up, you'll just you will die in there if you don't try to get out of there. So I can't remember the name of that title. Was it that an movie. older movie? Um, no, I think it was made in the 90s. Oh, Um. Uh. I'll I'll know it. It'll come to me. The Edge. Ah, it's called The Edge. Yes, I yes. See. Great movie. Great, great movie. And um, it's one of Alec Baldwin's great movies. They're both. They're all awesome in it. I mean, Anthony Hopkins always, always does great. Always does great. Um, but yeah. It's about them being lost in the woods and they nobody knows where they crashed. So they have oh. nobody to help them. 
until they're, they're on the run. They're trying the to bear. get through. I can't believe you've never seen that. You need to watch it. It's a great movie. I'll see if so I they're can't trying to survive in the freaking mountains. Oh, huh? I'll see if I can't find it on Netflix the or what? Hulu or something. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Um, so they're going through the snow and. Wow. Yeah. So. But I can't tell you any more of that because it'll ruin the movie. But yeah, it's super good. But right. yeah, I wouldn't get caught dead in the woods, especially at nighttime. No, I wouldn't go camping in the middle of the woods. I'd go to a designated campground where there's possibly other people. But right. the last time we went camping, um, we went with Pam and Joey, my son and his wife. And we took all the dogs, of course. And we were the only ones there. It was like down in the gully, um, not too far from where we live. But you know, it was down in a, in a gulch actually, cause it's called um, Howard's Gulch or not Howard's Gulch, something. Um, and we pass it every time we're going to Klamath Falls. So it's like, we were the only ones there. <laughs> so it's like, oh. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't, I, I don't like to be in secluded places. I, I think it'd be too scary, you know? Yeah, yeah. But you know, between all of us, we had uh, six dogs. So I think we would have been okay dogs. Oh my you know, god christy did you guys sleep with the dogs in the tents no guys? we had it we had our trailer so our dog slept in the trailer with us oh okay i'm trying to remember if we had five dogs or we had four dogs at the time i think maybe we only had four uh-huh. so um between us we had five their dog and then uh-huh. my dogs right yeah so yeah i haven't gone camping in a long time i want to though i I might want to go glamping though this time where there's no bigfoot i'm telling you i was one of those mothers when we go when my kids were little i'd be running behind her to wash their ears (laughs) i don't like my kids being dirty i wash my kids i mean come here you need your ears cleaned (laughs) oh my god you got to let them play all day. Then because well, we, we went to showers. where did we go? We went up to the sequoias, I uh-huh. think. So um, yeah, but it was dirty. <laughs> Camping's dirty. It's fun though. Mm-hmm. Just think how long Bigfoot's lived out there. I know, <laughs> but nobody ever sees them. Bigfoot has lived out there for quite a long time. But doesn't well, it make you know? You- can you imagine though? They. <laughs> Well, they go out in the water and they can only wash off with water and they don't have no soap. How well, doesn't that? it make you wonder that's, where that's they, why they smell so much? How they got know. there, where they started, how they got there. Why is there a mom Bigfoot and a dad Bigfoot and little kid Bigfoots? Where'd they all come from? Where did they begin? <laughs> well, people said they've just evolved over time. Like, I don't know. I guess. No clue. I mean, it's kind of like chickens. You know, chickens that. are hatched from eggs. So, where do chickens come from eventually? You know what I mean? You like, mean the first, the first, the first, the first time around? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just start the whole egg rolling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have no clue, Christy. That is not a question for us to know. No, guess not. Just something to think nope. about. I mean, that old yeah. age question: um, okay, first, the chicken or the egg? 
<laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I have no idea. Yeah. Let's yeah. see. Um, I think Bigfoot. Um, how long? How many? How long ago do you think the story of Bigfoot started? Uh how long ago because that one man had footage back in the 50s i believe that was in the 50s when he got that footage of uh, big bear i mean bigfoot i'm sorry uh yeah that's when he jerry crew first saw the feet um but i'm mm -hmm. trying to see um there's a story from 1924 of an alleged encounter encounter um, a story from 1924, often referred to as the Battle of Ape Canyon, um, presents miners being attacked by large hairy ape men that threw rocks onto their cabin roof from a nearby cliff after one of the miners allegedly shot one with a rival, rifle. In Folk, Arkansas, in 1971, a family reported that a large hair-covered creature startled a woman after reaching through a window. This alleged incident was later deemed a hoax. Oh. In 1974, the New York Times presented the dubious tale of Albert Ostman, a Canadian prospector who stated that he was kidnapped and held captive by a family of Bigfoot for six days in 1924 in Toba Inlet, British Columbia. <laughs> He was held for six days by a family. Mm -hmm. And then does it say how he got away? It does not. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny because this article doesn't say anything about that guy that captured that one um on the river on the river well yeah the the one famous for it mm -hmm. yeah but when we were um going down to eureka which is you know going down highway 299 um kind of like you know virgin river in that area <laughs> you know yeah. so um you go through I want to say it's Weaverville and they have a, or going that way, there's a Bigfoot, you know, a statue of a Bigfoot there because they've had sightings up there and, and those, because you're going through the mountains when you're, you know, when we're going right. past Joey's, you know, and you keep going and going to Eureka and there's a place where they've had sightings of Bigfoot, they say, so. <sighs> mm-hmm. Don't they talk about Eureka in Virgin River? Yeah. Yep, we went to Eureka yeah, it, right, a couple he, years ago for my here it says, um, this is during the indigenous and early records. I think we're skipping here or frozen. It says here, many of the indigenous cultures across the North America continent include tales of mystery creatures living in forests and according to anthropologist dave dangling these legends existed long before contemporary bigfoot reports these stories differed in their details both regionally 
and between families in the same community. On the Tool River Indian Reservation in California, petroglyphs created by a group of yokuts at a site called Painted Rock are alleged by some to depict a group of Bigfoots called the family. The local tribes people call the largest of glyphs hairy men, and they are estimated to be between 500 and 1,000 years old. In the region that is now Mississippi, a French Jesuit priest was living with the Natchez people in 1721 and reported stories of a hairy of a hairy creature in the woods that was known to scream loudly and steal livestock. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. So yes. you said, weren't you reading a story earlier where they were saying that somebody was, uh, their dogs were kidnapped or taken? See, same Wikipedia. situation. Mm -hmm. Yes. An um, ecological. Go ahead. I was going to read about ecologics. Um, Robert Quayle argues that most cultures have accounts of human-like giants in their folk history, expressing a need for some larger-than-life creatures. Each language had its own name for the creature featured in the local version of such legends. Many names meant something along the lines of wild man or hairy man although other names described common actions that it was said to perform such as eating claims, eating clams or shaking trees. Chief Michelle of the, oh, I cannot say this tribal name. So I'm just, it was from British Columbia, told such a story to Charles Hill Tout in 1898. He named the creature by a Salishan variant, meaning the benign faced one. Mm -hmm. it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the alleged vocalizations, such as howls, screams, moans, grunts, whistle, whistles, and even a form of supposed language have been reported. Some of these alleged vocalization recordings have been analyzed by individuals such as a retired U.S. Navy cryptologic linguist, Scott Nelson. He analyzed audio recordings from the early 1970s, said to be recorded in the Sierra Nevada mountains of the Sierra Sounds and stated it is definitely a language, it is definitely not human origin, and it could not have been fake. Les Stroud has spoken of a strange vocalization he heard in the wilderness while filming Survivor Man that he stated sounded primate in origin. Others argue that the source of the sounds attributed to Bigfoot are either hoaxes, anthropomorphization, or likely misidentified and produced by known animals such as owl, wolf, coyote, and fox. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. So that's interesting. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of Bigfoots out there. I think they're just uh, all over the United States and there's no way they're going anywhere. Right. I don't think so. I think they're there. If they want to be seen, they will. Um, if they don't, they, they know where to hide. They know those mountains very well. Yeah, I, don't think they, I don't think they want to be seen because there's if people just, I think people that have sightings of them, it's because they're in their area. But uh -huh. If they really wanted to be seen, they'd be coming down into the towns and stuff. And I don't think they, right. they're just, they're probably just as scared of us 
parents as we are of them. Exactly. So, exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. So mm -hmm. I hope everybody uh, has enjoyed uh, this conversation. If you have any advice or anything on um, maybe we could do um, if anybody has any stories or sightings of a Bigfoot that they've had, maybe they could call us or um, email us about it. We'll leave us a voice message on anchor.fm. <laughs> um, all of our information will be at the end of the podcast. So you will know how to get a hold of one or both of us. Um, so tonight we are episode nine. This is episode nine, right? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everybody's I hope everybody's listening out there that uh, follows up us. Um, if you guys have any suggestions on any podcast you'd like us to talk about, uh, feel free to write us, uh, email us, let us know what you think of us, how our show's doing. Mm -hmm. Love to hear any advice, um, criticism. Of course, we don't like criticism, but we'll take it if we need to. <laughs> We've already got a little bit and it's <laughs> yeah. Okay, well you all have a good night. Oh my and gosh. We will see you next podcast. I think we're frozen. Good night, everybody. There's a link on our Facebook page at Drinks to Conversation Podcast that you can leave voice messages with feedback, suggestions, or how you like us. Our Twitter is at drinksandcomb, C-O-N-V. Our email is drinktoconversationpodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram is drinkstoconversationpodcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and on Pocket Casts. Also, my personal email is Christy, dcpc at gmail.com. Tiffany's email is tiffanydcpc at gmail.com.